0: This is an introduction to the Driving with Rob podcast. It's not the first episode that I recorded, but I thought I should probably do an introduction of some kind. So, this is a Driving with Rob podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is the Driving with Rob podcast, and I'm your host, Rob Dalfit. If you'd like to send me an email, my email address is drivingwithrob1 at yahoo.com. That's drivingwithrob and the number one at yahoo.com. No spaces, no dots, no dashes. And I'll give you that email address again at the end of the show. But driving with Rob, I knew I was going to do a podcast. At some point, I was going to have to do a podcast. Because I had started listening to podcasts, And there were some that I really liked and some that I really didn't like. And I thought to myself, why not me, right? So why do you call it Driving with Rob? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, Number one, I had done some uh, YouTube videos. And you can actually go to YouTube and search Driving with Rob and you can see the videos. Um, I had kind of a long commute to work and I was kind of bored and didn't have anybody to talk to, so... I started recording these little videos as I drove to work every day. And I got a pretty good response to those. So I thought to myself, maybe I should just go ahead and call the podcast Driving with Rob because a lot of the episodes are going to be recorded while I'm driving. And you will probably notice a difference in quality like this microphone. I'm, I'm actually at my desk right now. I'm actually uh, at my... Uh, my home office as I record this. So it's a little better quality microphone. Uh, it it adds a lot of compression to my voice, which the thing that I use while I'm driving really doesn't. And I think I kind of like it better uh, because it's got a little a little more uh, treble. It's got a little more tinniness to it. And it's more like an actual conversation rather than me sitting down in front of a microphone. It's this uh, digital voice recorder that I bought, and it's really kind of cool. And I decided that the quality of it was good enough for just voice. It's not like I'm singing and and doing a lot of uh, a lot of production with it. But again, a lot of the podcasts are going to be recorded with this digital voice recorder while I'm going down the road. So you may hear road noise, uh, highway noise. Uh, tire noise, tractor-trailer noise. So I'm going to edit out as much of it as I can, but if I don't edit it all out, that's why you hear it. Another reason to call it Driving with Rob is a lot of people listen to podcasts in their vehicle as they're going to work. I really believe that one day, someday, podcasts may replace AM radio for talk. Because right now, most of the talk shows, the Rush Limbaugh shows and uh, Hannity shows and stuff like that, are carried on AM stations. And a lot of people, once they discover podcasts, start listening to podcasts in their car because it's, it's a lot more customizable and you can listen to the, the things you want to listen to rather than just scanning through the dials and, and hoping, hoping for the best. And I wanted it to be kind of conversational so that... It really is kind of like riding in a car with me. And my wife and kids will probably tell you it's not the most fun trip in the world listening to me give talks and lectures as we're going down the road. But that's kind of what it's like to ride in a vehicle with me. So Driving with Rob, you're literally driving with me if you're listening to it in the car. So that's another reason. But it's Driving with Rob. That's the name of the podcast. I just discovered podcast a couple of years ago, and started listening to them. And some of the podcasts I listened to that I really liked, some of them I really didn't like. Um, Some of them, the the content or the subject matter was just something I was just completely not interested in. Or, you know, it's um, two or three guys in a room just yelling obscenities at each other and laughing hysterically like it was the funniest thing that they had ever heard. And I didn't really care for those either. And you have to at some time or another. If you listen to podcast at all, you have to catch an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. Joe Rogan didn't invent podcasting. But Joe Rogan was the first person who really made any money from it. Who made really good money from it. But he has guests and he's interviewing people. He's It's, it's pretty much never just him. But because Rogan is in the entertainment industry and he's in the... Uh, and he announces for the for the mixed martial arts and stuff like that. Uh, he knows a lot of people and he knows a lot of show business people so he can get interesting guests. Plus, he's a stand up comedian, so he gets a lot of stand up comedians to come on with him, too. So his show ends up being more of a comedy show most of the time. Not every episode, but a lot of episodes are uh, stand up comedians and, and friends of his in the uh, stand up business. Well, I knew I couldn't do what Rogan does. Because I don't have the contacts that Rogan has. I don't know that many people. And it may eventually, uh, this podcast, I may eventually start talking to other people as the podcast evolves over time. But right now, it's it's just me, and it's mostly me while I'm driving down the road. I think about stuff, and I talk about them. That's what my podcast is going to be all about. I didn't want it to be political. I didn't want it to be a political show. There are enough people doing political commentaries now. Um, Personally, I get sick of hearing them. Uh, And the reason I get sick of hearing them is because of what politics has become. Political conversations nowadays invariably deteriorate to This person disagrees with me, so therefore I hate them, and I can't listen to anything they say because they disagreed with me on whatever, fill in the blank. And political conversations in America have really, really taken uh, an ugly turn. You can't really talk about politics anymore unless you're in a room full of people who pretty much have the same set of core values that you have. Otherwise, it deteriorates into a fight. Well, I don't want to do politics. I I don't want to argue and fuss and fight with somebody. I don't want to try to convince somebody why they're wrong or why I'm right. And I don't really want to to spew my political beliefs out to the rest of the world. I definitely have some political beliefs, but I don't want to, to make the podcast about it. There are a lot of Christian podcasts. There are a lot of uh, podcasts that talk about spiritual issues and church issues and and denominational doctrinal issues and stuff like that. I didn't really want to do a show like that either. Even though I have very strong, long-held religious beliefs about certain things, I don't necessarily want to... To be broadcasting that either, if I ever do, I'll start another podcast and do a a whole separate podcast dedicated to to just that just spiritual matters and religious matters but but that's not what this podcast is all about and I heard a lot of stand-up comedians as I was listening to different podcasts. I heard a lot of stand-up comedians really good stand-up comedians that that I have listened to for years and have admired for years and and thought they were hilarious. But when they do a podcast, the jokes usually don't land. And I think the reason for it, I've I've seen, uh, I've seen comedians, stand-up comedians uh, being interviewed on regular talk show type venues where they talk about why they got into stand-up, what they like about doing stand-up, and that kind of thing. And invariably what you will hear them say is that they feed off the energy of the audience. If there's a good audience that night, their show's better. You can really tell that these guys need that audience. They need that feedback from the audience because they take that energy and it makes them funnier. Well, without that audience, it just doesn't work in a podcast, usually. Even when they've got two or three or four other people in the studio with them uh, laughing at their jokes, it's not like doing a stand-up act in a club or in a or in a venue of some sort. Um, Most of the stand-up comedians are not that funny in a podcast. Well, I knew that even though I think I've got a a decent sense of humor, I knew I couldn't be funny all the time on a podcast. I could be funny from time to time, but it's a lot of work to try to be funny, especially if it's just you. So therefore comedy was out too. But it seems like the podcast that I like the most, and the ones that I kept coming back to, were those NPR TED Talks podcast. And I think they've become so popular now. There's uh, there's several different TED Talks shows now. I think there's a, a TED Talks Politics, TED Talks Religion, TED Talks Spirituality, TED Talks Science. You know, depending on what your particular interest is. And it's just the audio of speakers usually in front of an audience that they recorded and just put on their podcast. And you can pick and choose which TED Talk topics that you want to hear. And I like the TED Talks because it's kind of low-key. And in general, it's just people telling stories. Sometimes the stories have a moral. Sometimes the stories are trying to teach you something. Not necessarily all the time. Sometimes it's just uh, people telling their their personal experiences. And you take from it whatever you will. They don't necessarily have a particular agenda or a particular goal in mind. They're just telling you a story about their life. And those kinds of podcasts appeal to me. So I thought I would kind of like to do a podcast like that. Kind of low-key, just me telling stories. And anybody who knows me personally will tell you Give me any situation, and I probably have a story I can relate to it. I have a lot of stories. And what you learn over time is that some people just can't tell a story. Some people can. Some people are good at it. Others, not so much. And having been born and raised in the South, we have a very rich storytelling tradition in the South. And some of my fondest memories as a child were At the end of the day, sitting out on the front porch or in a lawn chair out in the yard and listening to the old men tell stories, because my my grandfather uh, had a million stories and he could tell a story. He could make the most simple, mundane thing into the most riveting story you've ever heard in your life. And he had friends of his who would drop by from time to time at the end of the day after the workday was over, after supper was over. They would just come by his house, and we would all sit out in the yard, and these old men would just talk to each other. Uncles, great uncles, and, and they would tell these great stories. And I learned a lot from these stories, and I like to think that I learned a lot about what makes a good story. How do you make a story interesting to somebody else? Again, like I said, some people just can't tell a story. So I thought to myself, I will do a podcast where I tell my stories. They may or may not have a point. They may or may not have a lesson. They may or may not try to teach you something. But some people like to hear other people tell stories. So I thought, I'll do a podcast. And here it is. And if you think you you might like to hear these kinds of stories, uh, click on subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't obligate you to anything. But if you click on subscribe, then every time I upload a new podcast, you'll get a notification that I have a new podcast. And it's up to you whether you want to go listen to it or not. But listen to a couple of them and, and see if you like it. If you like it, click on subscribe. You know, Click on like. Tell your friends about it. Maybe play a podcast for them, see if they like it, and we can just spend some time together. But basically, that's the introduction to the podcast, and the name of the podcast is Driving with Rob. This particular episode didn't really teach you anything, didn't really have a moral or a point. Uh, it It was just an introduction, so you could get to know me a little better. Click on subscribe, and you'll get a notification every time I download a new episode. If you would like to correspond with me, I will reply to as many emails as I can. It depends on uh, what kind of volume of emails I get. Uh, But the email for the podcast is drivingwithrob1 at yahoo.com. Drivingwithrob, the number one, at yahoo.com. No spaces, no dots, no dashes. And as time permits, I will try to respond to you but thanks for listening. I hope you like it. I hope you listen to a couple of podcasts and see if you like it. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.